Welcome, welcome. Another episode of Spit Talking with your boy DP and JP. Man, we got a special guest in the in the house today. I'm gonna let DP bring him on, and then you know we just gonna go from there. First off, this gentleman uh, stands at six feet four inches, uh, two hundred and ninety five pounds. It's okay. only one other person <laughs> at his university that has a statue out front, and that's Jerry Wright. So that okay. shows you how renowned this motherfucker is, ladies and gentlemen. Reggie Foster will be joining us today. This oh, Woldy, what's up, Mississippi oh, Valley? What's up? We set it off in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what what's going on, Reggie? What's going on? Cut the malarkey, man. Cut, cut the malarkey. Oh, now niggas know the word malarkey. Spe- hey, hey, spell malarkey. Uh, M-L-Larkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Reggie's, Reggie's joining us today. He was a good friend of ours who we've known for quite some time. Um, always had funny experiences with, with Reggie, and, and reason being is because, you know, as I said, his, his stature. <laughs> Every time we've gone somewhere, somebody or someone always seems to have a man crush on Reggie. And, of course, Reggie always says it only happens when I'm around. I refuse to believe that. I mean, it does. That's not true. I feel like it, it happens it, it happens, and you don't know it. Like, that. that's what it boils down to. You don't know it happens. But just like a small backstory, you know, we all went drinking one night, you know, after work and everything. And, you know, mm. we all walk into this little bar and, you know, it just so happens Reggie happens to be the biggest nigga in there. And he walks past this guy, and this guy is just so in awe at Reggie. And another man is at awe <laughs> with another man. <laughs> so what? So what made it so hilarious was the dude had walked past me and said, well, "Tell your boy to stay out of the weight room." So at first, I'm kind of like, "Why are you talking to me about that nigga? Like, what is wrong with you? Get away from me!" Mm-hmm. So then, of course, he asked, "You know, is did Reggie play?" So of course, you know, me being the asshole I am, I play along with it. Yeah, he was just playing in the uh, preseason game the night before with the Redskins and Ravens. So, you know, the guy's <laughs> kind of debating whether he wants to approach Reggie or not, probably ask for an autograph or a picture. Yeah. But then every time Reggie walked past the rest of the night, the dude would tap his girl and be like, look at him. Look at him. So, uh, it's safe to say, Re- Reggie, uh, you sound, not- sound like Troy Stiffler. <laughs> 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> safe to say, Reggie, that, that guy had man wood for you. <laughs> So just first off, uh, like we said, you know, Reggie joining us today also is um, attended uh, Mississippi Valley, which is also known as HBCU. So uh, coming out of high school, which so happened that, you know, I just realized Reggie comes from fucking royalty because uh, I meet high school from where Reggie comes from. Just had a Heisman Trophy winner. Wow. A Heisman Trophy. Hey, what hey, tell us, tell us what that is. Tell us what, what the school? I meet, I meet, where, where is that located? Amen. Amen. There we go. Amen, Louisiana. Louisiana. Amen, Louisiana. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> the, the land of the warriors. The land of the warriors. Now, now, how long? How long were you there for? All my life. All my life, man. I grew up in there. Played football. All so you. Time. So how are you? Three year varsity starter. Four year varsity starter. Nah. Two. Oh, two years. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. D tackle. Yeah. DN. No, actually, in my school, I played. I was a tight end. I was on offensive side. Oh, shit. You thought you was Antonio Gates. Hey, man. I was a, I, honestly, I was a blocking tight end. Oh, shit. You was just coming down and crashing on people. Yeah, basically. And, um, I played pulling balls on, on, on some plays, but really, my senior year, that's really when I 
played defense. I played defense like the first like, three games. Mm-hmm. And only because I was defensive lineman, which was a fucking animal. Because mm-hmm. I'm suspended. Oh, shit. I was, man, this guy, he was, he was fucking, what, he was 16, what, 310, running on 4 5. God damn. Yeah, he, he, he was different. Where the fuck did he end up at? <laughs> Believe it or not, Mississippi Valley with me. Ain't that some shit? Look, that's where all the greats go. Mississippi fucking Valley. No. 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 <laughs> so from high school, um, you know, and going through the transition, so how how'd the recruiting process go for you? Like, what was that like, you know, as far as like schools that were reaching out to you? I mean, believe it or not, man, it's, yeah, I had a, I had a few, I had a few. It wasn't big school, it was like a B2 or the D1 double really. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, to be honest, we really didn't get that much exposure coming out, you know, as far as, um, recruiting. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, it was, it was this, this saying going around that, um, our head coach was getting paid for this certain, Some shady blue chips type shit. Yeah. Nigga said, I need to get all you niggas over there so I get my check. <laughs> so so how did so how did how did Mississippi Valley come about? What's the story behind that? Well it was this guy in my, my hometown, his name is Johnny Bucks, uh rest his soul. Mm-hmm. He um his his son, he was a star at A and he went to Mississippi Valley. Hmm. And uh, once he graduated, he became he became the coach. So we kind of had like a little recruiting, you know. He had like a little recruiting thread coming from Amit to Valley mm-hmm. So Mr. Barton, he he reached out to me, and um, he got him. He he was kind of like the middleman between me and um, the guy that came to see me play. Mm-hmm. Ironically, he came to see me play one of the games I played defense. Right. So he recruited he, he wanted me to come in and play defense line. Okay. So from there, I mean, he, he just he was trying to be the grace of God, really. Like, he just, he, he kept me in touch with him. He, he actually brought me up to Mississippi Valley uh, from a mix. At which that time, it was like a four-hour drive. Okay. That's so, pretty. So, I mean, he, he really looked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, hey, he got a lot of us up there. 
That's a pretty deep story right there, man. Hell so yeah. that's that always go to show you for the, if it's some young people listening, man. You you just never know, you know. Uh, don't burn a bridge, and, and never take a game off because you never know who's looking. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So who's 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 the valley's who's their uh, rival? Yeah, the valley. We had uh, we had Jackson State. Okay. Oh, Jackson State is the biggest rival, of course. To say Jackson State, that's that's for Dion that now, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, he, he's the head coach. Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all barbecue chicken. Oh shit! Oh, barbecue chicken, barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was going to Jackson State. Everybody from Valley, everybody from Sweden was here. It was a wrap. Oh, <laughs> this man, he bringing in, he bringing in like the world, like a good, a good class of you know athletes. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's changing the game in the HBCU. He damn sure is. Hey, so hopefully, you know, hopefully that'll change the game of your alma mater too. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully they step out there or somebody step up and take a, a job there that you know instead of hey, I ain't gonna say a be enemy on nobody like that. But if you can't get a head coaching job in the NFL, hopefully you know y'all step out and take that chance on you know our HBCU man. Yeah, I mean, that would be perfect, man. You know, we need that exposure, especially with our people. For sure. Damn skippy. So, Reggie, question for you is, is um, so just going, because I noticed you said y'all was barbecue chicken before, so I must say I don't necessarily know the wins yeah. and the loss records and things like that. So what, what, what was the what was the seasons like? Because, I mean, you, you had a lot of emphasis with that barbecue chicken. So, I mean, was you guys not real good? I mean, trying to turn the program around? Like, what, you know, kind of walk me through it a little bit. Yeah, hey, my Basically, everybody that was good was gone. <laughs> right. I get it. Because your father would have whooped your ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I seen Pops. Pops still swole. He'd get your ass. <laughs> so what? What? So what? What game in your in your college career like really jumped out to you? Like that was kind of like your stamp game. Sideline to sideline for real. Yeah, so I mean, then I was like, yeah, I can. You was playing D tackle at that game? Yeah, yeah, I played D tackle. That was my first game with D tackle. Okay. Oh, you you was you was uh 
you was you was using the uh, you was using the arms, uh, moving to get into the sideline to sideline, huh, man? Right. Oh man, it's your moves and it's like this and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and you're counter moving the holster. <laughs> so just snatching move. <laughs> so just looking back, so just looking at you know your experience through the HBCU, like so I guess for the younger guys who are considered, you know that route, like what would be like your points of emphasis when you're looking at an HBCU at this point? Because you know you know like you said, like it's really hard to, for HBCU to really be in competition with the bigger programs because we just you know, don't have the resources. But, like, what what are some good things that you could touch on that would kind of encourage a young person to consider going there? I mean, I would say as far as encouraging, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a different, it's a different, it's just a different feel. I mean, it's, of course, it's our people. So, right. yeah, you had a culture, you had a culture instilled in you right. at the HBCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, even with the pageantry, like, it's, it's, it's completely different. Like, you're not a PYU. We're not playing the, the generic songs. You gonna hear some. You gonna hear some some soul coming out them coming out the band. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> battle of the bands. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got that. That's where it originates from the battle of the bands. Look at the bands now. Even at the big schools like Ohio State, they their songs. I mean, you can hear it, but that, that's deriving from like Southern. You know. What I'm right. Right. Yeah. What they say, what they often, often, often implicated, never duplicated. Never duplicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, even with LSU, now they, they say, they, they playing, uh, talking outside of your lip. Right. Yeah. That's Southern. Southern made their pop. You know, yeah. University. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Southern. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell I yeah. Mean, you can look at it. I mean, they trying to get it from the HBCU. But I mean, you don't you don't get that originality I met my freshman year in college. You know what I'm saying? Hell you know yeah, that's love. Hell yeah, it's you amazing. Get, you, you get to know people. Yeah, yeah, that's you get the to create bonds and, and connections. Indeed, yeah. I mean, and it's funny because, like, you know, I, I often say a lot of times, if I could go back and do it again, I probably would have went to HBCU because, you know, just some of the things, like you said, just the the culture aspect of it and just kind of being around your people. Because I mean, like, I went to a you know a school yeah. that was smaller, but you know, it was a lot of mixed people. But it was like you know internationally mixed. You know, we had Chinese and you know your you know people from France and all those other things like that. But I mean, just kind of being at an HBCU and it's like the homecoming events and yeah. the parties and the things like like I could imagine like the fields because like people like me, we only get to view them from movies, you know, like Stomp the Yard and shit like that and kind of imagine what it's like to, you know, see the, you know, the the cappers out there joint yeah. battling and all that and stomping the yard. So speaking of, did did you no. play did you pledge at all? No, no, I didn't pledge. I, that was that was my cup of tea. I was about to say it'd be kinda of funny to see your big ass out there stepping and say, Look at look at that motherfucker stomping <laughs> the yard. Yeah, <laughs> you know. it was a little too expensive for my taste, I couldn't Nah, it ain't expensive. You'd have had to wear them big ass dumb boots every motherfucking way. Fucking walk around. Cause you, you know damn well you was about to be a motherfucking uh, 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 a cap, uh, not a capper. What was he about to be? Uh, uh, Omega. 
You was about to be out there paddling motherfuckers in their ass and shit. Go I know the wolves. <laughs> you know how them motherfuckers do. Them motherfucking Q dogs. They be paddling each other's ass and shit. <laughs> so Reggie, what you, what you, so what was your major while you were there? And it, you know, at uh, Mississippi Valley. Criminal justice, because you wanted to get out here and protect and serve. Well, that was just something that you always had an interest in. <laughs> it was an easy. See, you got a nigga answer. <laughs> and you should have chose the other one, motherfucker. See, you wanted to be a PE teacher. <laughs> Montgomery County you make one hundred twenty thousand being a PE teacher. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> So after after everything with Mississippi Valley after that had ended, so like you know what what was your plans like after that? Where you want to try to you know get a walk on an invite to a combine something like that? Like yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Well, after after Valley, man, um, honestly, I was I was I was talking to teams overseas. Okay, that was my that was gonna be my my, my plan to go overseas. Uh huh. Uh, due to procrastination. I didn't get my passport, so I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't go overseas. But um, actually, one of my buddies, he um, he got he was in touch with a semi-pro team, Chambersburg, PA. Oh, okay. That brought me to the east to the east coast. Oh, okay. So I actually followed him from Valley to PA, just you know, just because I was still on the dream. Huh. Okay. He was so on. I played, I played there. It I was all there, a dream. Two seasons. Yeah, I played them two seasons trying to, you know, try to get right. Cause um, yeah. actually my first, my senior year, I, was, I played the whole season with a uh, high ankle sprain, so I was hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season. You had that thing taped up all day. Uh, man, taped up. <laughs> tape. Man, I had so much tape in my leg, my ankle, man. Shit, I believe it. You yeah, probably, shit, it was probably harder to run than anything with all that goddamn on tape. They did, yeah. I never if young athletes, if you hurt, don't play. Yeah, you, you don't feel that you don't feel that shit in the future. My shit still, man. If I step along with my shit like this, I I play. Yeah, I seen I seen, I seen it happen. Right. I would say there was it was a day I, I heard about your ankle one day. I, I couldn't do nothing but shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say what it's injured from, but you know, right? <laughs> I, I, I wonder what he did. Nigga <laughs> had the loose leg, right? <laughs> but moving on, moving on from that, um, uh, you know, now you know as we discuss, you know, football and everything like that, so we can bring up championship weekend that just took oh, place. I do have one more question. Oh shit! Hey, hey Wode. Yes, sir. Uh, did when when you were going to look for? Uh, Jobs and things like that. Did you find that it was a difference in companies that looked at you different and having a degree from an HBCU to like a regular? I don't want to say a regular university because we are regular universities, but you know what I'm saying from a, a, a you know yeah, yeah, from yeah. a college, not from an HBCU. Yeah, a college isn't really not known. Yeah, other people. yeah. I mean, I ran into a few times. It's like, okay, well, he's more qualified than you here and there. I mean, the way I got there, that man, the whole way of thinking, if it's for you, if the law says for you, it's for you, you know? Yeah, that's very true. So, but that's, that's how I just look past all that, like, you know what, that wasn't for me. 
No, I got it. And, you know, and much like DP, you know, I wish, you know, with Coach Frazier uh, leaving Bowie State, I wish I had committed, you know, before he even left, even though, you know, it had been the first year I came, you know, he went to go on to uh, Prairie View. But, you know, I wish I would have went to Bowie State and committed. Yeah, yeah, that's my man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I wish I would have committed to him. But, you know, I had some different shit, you know, but such is life. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, we we all kind of go around and want to be on HBCU and, you know, and, you know, now, you know, I have something to tell my son, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully, you know, he commits to an HBCU and changes some different type of shit. You know, same thing with Trip. you know, same thing, you know, yeah. with, with baby girl over here. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, you, know, I just, you know, we appreciate that talk there. So, like he said, we're going to go ahead and go into the NFL. Hold up. I'm going to throw a curve in here real quick, oh. Reggie, because one thing we know, JP... So he he's talk he's talking that shit right now. So you telling me you prefer trip to not trip you prefer LJ to go to HBCU over Florida State? No, but I'm saying like if no no I'm not I'm going I'm not going to say that and because <laughs> no, real quick. no 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 not, not that I do I do hope he does go to HBCU I would enjoy that but at the same time let's keep it real. If he can go to a Florida State or a national presence of, you know, and make a difference, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want him to go there because I love Florida State, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But if his fallback, or not even say his fallback, if we chose to choose a HBCU, which may make strides by that time because he's only four years old. Right. So with Dion going there and making some things at Jackson State, mm-hmm. hopefully some things will change in the HBCU world. Mm. So if it does, and with Bowie State, shit, shout out to Bowie State. They the only Division Two program, uh, HBCU, that was in the uh, Division Two uh, playoffs. Mm, very true. The only HBCU in Division Two playoffs. Mm. So Bowie State out here making moves. So yeah, would I be proud to call my son a bulldog? Regardless, fuck yeah. So yeah, but if it came down to Bowie State, if Florida, Florida State, State is hey, what? Hey, I'm right. You know, <laughs> hey, but. But right, nah. But at the same time, that motherfucker every weekend. Yeah, but at the same time, would I be disappointed if he chose Boy State? Hell Fuck no. no. Yeah, because I'm no. I'm an hour away. And we out there making moves. Hey, hey, Wode, you come back down to Bowie State, you're going to be surprised. They got that joint out 197. They, be, they, they building a new building out there right on the, fr- is on the street of 197, brother. They building buildings out there. <laughs> Man, what? They doing it up on Bowie State. Now, yeah, so you know, I just had to throw that curveball because yeah, nah, we, cause we know, know we are for all of you that know know, that know JP. Mm-hmm. JP is very pro Florida State. That's a, I love Florida State, bit. but he he pro Florida. Like he <laughs> he might have a Seminole tattoo on his ass. That, that's how much he loves Florida State. <laughs> Fuck LSU. Fuck you. Right. That's him. One thing you got to know about me, Walter. I got to shoot your big ass. I ain't fighting your big man. <laughs> Uh, speaking like we said, speaking of the, of the uh, NFL over the past weekend, we bring up uh, first off, let's get it out the way. Yeah, championship weekend. Hey, so, what hey. JP wants to start first right. with, of course, my team, Tampa Bay's rookie win over Green Bay. Go ahead, nah, go Boy, ahead. I tell him each week on here, this man downplays his teams every week. He always oh my gosh. 
So I'm gonna let you speak on it a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead, Reggie. Let me hear it. This talk. We had this talk when Brady first signed that contract to go to Temple Bay. Oh, I was like, bro, you gotta go going to Temple. Oh, he's not all that. We we might not win the fight. Come on, man. You always, you know what, Pete? Yeah. He's downplayed because if they if they happen to lose, yeah. Oh, I told you so. But that's right. not true, right? That's not true. That's not true. So we're gonna hear the same shit if they lose in the Super. I told y'all Brady can't get it done. But no, but no, no, no. no, no. This me and him talking. No, this me and him talking. No, no. 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 Last last week you said Brady has to get to the Super Bowl. Right. I, I listened to it on the way over here. Right. And he took y'all ass to the Super Bowl. And he almost mm-hmm. lost it too. Nah, I didn't know if he almost lost it. He was playing five hundred. Nah, your fucking receivers couldn't catch the ball. What about the two picks he threw? Nah, okay, but Mike Evans and all the motherfuckers couldn't catch the ball. Right. Me and you was on the phone talking. We, right, right. And we also were talking yeah. about Brett. Uh, not yeah. Brett. I said, no. I said Brett Favre. Nah, when did James Wrangler James? We don't <laughs> give a fuck about Wrangler James. <laughs> now, when Brady was out there, or Copper Canyon, when they was shit. out there playing 500, throwing the ball up, because we was up 28 nah. to 10. Nah, see how he's trying to steer the narrative? I play retarded. I got a GED. I know how to speak for real, though. So. <laughs> He trying to spin this narrative. What is that? What a Tom terrific got these niggas in the Super Bowl, and he don't know what the fuck to do. He's so goddamn giddy. This motherfucker don't know what to do, man. Hey, now Tom, you gonna allow me and say I'm giddy? You giddy? I ain't no fucking giddy. He giddy. Cause I'm gonna be heartbroken if we lose. That don't mean shit. He got a new baby girl. That's it. Uh, see, the big game was against Patrick Mahomes. He got a new baby girl. Oh I was God. hoping Buffalo won. Yeah. He got a new baby girl and his team in the Super Bowl. You can't tell him shit about twenty twenty one. See the good. See the good yeah. thing. See the good thing is, is the baby girl can make me smile every day. A, bu- right. a bucks loss. A bucks loss. Now you want to do the good daddy shit. A bucks loss is catastrophic. Now you want to do the good daddy shit. A bucks loss is catastrophic. Cause we gonna be playing. We the first team to play a Super Bowl at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we got your goat out here. Yeah. The goat, this yeah, goat, that, nah, nah, this nah. that. You got the goat. Ah, uh, cut the shit. You got the goat. So if this nigga loses, hey. I gotta be heartbroken for a whole season till next season when he's fifty. Hey, hey, what hey? Technically, technically, I wasn't heartbroken because I knew what I knew what we were gonna do, which was lose. Now we flipped it a year. All we did was replace Jameis Winston and added Tom Brady, and now we're in the Super Bowl. And AB. And Bush. Well, we had we AB, yeah. I mean, we had. Oh, 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 oh. Hold, hold, hold. What a. What a. I'm going to go ahead and throw you some. I'm going to go ahead and throw you a lob. Let's talk about the biggest addition in the playoffs. Who's the biggest addition in the playoffs? His name starts with Leonard. <laughs> there you go, baby. Go ahead, get your rocks off. I'm gonna let you go ahead. <laughs> and why? And why, why is it that you're you're such a fan of Leonard, uh, Reggie? No tiger. Nah. <laughs> because he's an LSU fan. He did some shit. No, you said it wrong. Go at Tigers or whatever. Go Tigers. <laughs> no, it's just a different spelling. Let's go. 
Okay. Well, you man, hey, I I get to you. I shit on you on this pod. I shit on you on this podcast anytime when it comes to the topic. Right. Right. You know, it ain't nothing but love. You know, I love the fuck out you, but. Pause. Hello? Yeah, ain't no pause because I love this motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh, so, but your man been out there running that motherfucking rock. You know what I'm saying? So, I, he's, I definitely, he's, he's definitely helped us. I would definitely give him that. Leonard Leonard has saved us a lot this season, especially on his playoff. I, I ain't, I, I, I don't talk like this too often about my motherfucking Washington football. That might be the only reason they beat us. It was Leonard Fournette. It wasn't because of Tom Brady. I can tell you that. No, was not. Y'all was playing. Y'all boys was playing. Right. Because they also had they also had yeah. the number two defense okay. in the NFL. All right. Oh, no, 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 no. Because the Washington football team also had yeah. the number two defense in the NFL. No. So we're going to talk about the... <laughs> it's like, nah. <laughs> Look, it's, it's amazing how narrative gets flipped again, boy. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers, I tell you. But just to recap, Tampa did play a hell of a game. I give them that. The defense showed up against A-Rod. I wasn't sure how we were going to fare against them. They slowly started to come back. I mean, realistically for me, thank God the Packers coach got cold feet and kicked the field goal because I swear they was going to go for it on fourth down and shit. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Don't just put that on the Packers head coach because A-Rod nutted up. His balls went up in his motherfucking stomach when he could have ran that bitch in for the touchdown. Man. He's like, you know what? No, nah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it. I will. I will agree with you in that sense because of the simple fact. I felt A. Rod couldn't make it. I felt like he he got cold feet and he fucked the game up. But at the same time, if I'm the coach, the reason why I'm gonna say I'm the coach, I'm gonna put the ball in the MVP's hand and say, "Go win or lose me the game." And if I lose because of that, that's fine. No, 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 no doubt about that. But at the same time, somebody gonna take that. Because at the end of the day, Brady, is, I mean, not Brady, but Rodgers is definitely known for that, that running pump fake and motherfuckers jump. Yeah, and motherfuckers jump, no matter how far they are down the field, and, and do all that shit. That nigga's nuts went into his motherfucking belly button, and he became a whole bitch. That nigga had a clitoris mm. at the end of his motherfucking shit. Mm. So the MVP has a clitoris. I'm just telling you what happened at that moment. And I can tell you what won't happen against Patrick Mahomes. Oh, exactly, because that motherfucker will run that bitch in. Exactly. That's oh, me I'm wrong. God. I mean, look, I'm never going to better guess a motherfucker with curls. <laughs> that's some light-skinned shit. That's what that is. That's, that's some light-skinned shit. Well, you can't expect me to go against a motherfucker with curls. That's that bullshit. Yeah, because your curls is luxurious. Yeah, I mean, they're not luxurious. Nah, that, but you know. hey, look, Reggie, you ain't seen them. That nigga got soul glow in them bitches nah, right now. my shit dry. That shit, that shit, that shit glistening he in the motherfucking like, living room right now. He lying like a motherfucker. I think he got a cruddy brush at home. Mm-mm. Ain't this some shit? <laughs> cruddy brush for them weak motherfuckers. My shit is natural. Now this nigga want to be Puerto Rican. Hey, bro. What's up? Water and go. That's what he yeah, water and that's go. it. That's what he was doing. Water and go. Keep it moving. Look, the funny part, but I, it's been a while since it did. I remember the one day this nigga sent me a picture of him with a ponytail. Boy, I, I, I bust out laughing. That, that nigga had the ponytail in his drink with the little curl tips at the end. I said, boy, I didn't hold hold on, I seen it all the day. Hold on, hold I on. I seen it all the day. I had a hat on with the jump through the hat. It wasn't just a regular ponytail. That nigga had the rubber band on it, and it was a ponytail. That nah. nigga's lying. Nah, it was a hat on. This is where you had. I'll send you a picture, boy. Right. 
he trying to make me sound real. Uh, that nigga want some Prince shit right now. Anyway, that nigga stupid. Right, that's what I'm saying. Man bun. First of all, first of all, I'm the most dexterous light skinned nigga y'all know. That motherfucker is wild, boy. I tell you some shit. Um, back to the game. Look, what that quiet as shit. What the fuck? Uh, but back, back to the game. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Our best man is a light skinned ass nigga. Let's not try to talk that shit. Mm. He ain't got no curls. He do got well. He had curls the last time I seen him. You know who I'm talking about. I can't say his name because he's working some different type of shit. That Al. Who? That had no curls. Man, your man, he, he had curls, nigga. <laughs> you the only nigga I know and ever met with curls. You's a lie. I actually believe him. That's a lie. I got I got pictures with these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, you the only one with curls. You might. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Okay, so if he didn't have waves, he have curls. No, he had waves. I said if he didn't have waves, he have curls. No, if he had waves, he have his neck. He's light skinned as me. Stop that shit. <laughs> you one shade from Asian. Goddamn. Right <laughs> he said, "I'm going to take what." <laughs> Repeat it again so he can hear it clearly. So you were shaved from Asia? Ha! I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean, you lighter than white. Ha! Hey, look, Bruce Leroy. You know, hey, look, uh, <laughs> Bruce uh, Leroy. I'm taking all, you know, date naps like now. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Look, now, now he about to be at all the salons like Robert Kraft. <laughs> about to be in there talking about, I'm part Asian, girl. Come on in the back. Love me a long time. Hey, $5 a long time. Hey, what uh, Don't do that. You know about 15. <laughs> Ain't this some shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't this some shit. <laughs> Yeah, niggas get quiet now, little, little DP. That's the quietest DP ever been. I don't know what you're referring to, sir. <laughs> We're in this house. This is the quietest we ever been. I don't know what 15 you're referring to. Hey, hey, you got to put your ass out. You keep talking. Yeah, yeah. You already got P- out here trying to wake my baby up. Look, this is about to be the end of the podcast. We ain't no more podcast. Listen, I got a newborn. She got to sleep. Now he's trying to wake your baby up. Right, he's trying to wake my baby up. That's the then when she yelled in the whole podcast over. Hey, look. When the spotlight is over. Hey, look. The funny thing. Hey, look. I, hey, look. I don't. I don't need an excuse for the spotlight. I just need her to sleep because if not, her ass will be up all night. And guess who got to sit? Guess who? Guess who got to sit up with her all night? Me. We've been alive this whole damn time. Me. Then all of a sudden, she got to sleep. Hey, you damn right. It's important. Oh my god! <laughs> Man, that nigga be up all night anyway. No, not anymore. Now I try to go to sleep. I, I'll sleep when she sleep. This nigga talking that shit. He just texted me at, at three forty six in the morning because she was up. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was up eating. I was up too. What were you doing? Don't matter. <laughs> 
amazing, amazing hot off flip. Don't matter what I'm doing. No, I had just woke up. That's what they all say. He's probably on X videos. Well, <laughs> that's my personal life. <laughs> Ebony cream pies. All right, let's get this. <laughs> you know, well, you know, I like amateur. Oh, uh, this motherfucker. I like amateur. I want to think I got the girl next door. Oh, shit. I didn't heard it all. Or somebody else. We're not going to mention no name. Oh. That's your Reggie. Oh, Reggie. Yeah, oh, oh, hey, what's oh, up? <laughs> Reggie, that's your boy, bro. <laughs> y'all want to talk about y'all amateurs? <laughs> My amateur video died in college. <laughs> it did? <laughs> hey, all right, where we're going to say, according to you, yes. <laughs> I think both of y'all well alright let's go to Kansas City <laughs> let's go to Kansas City uh, Kansas City and Buffalo Kansas City and Buffalo this motherfucker is really sick something, something wrong with your boy y'all wanna get on me I can get on y'all motherfucker hey I'm with the oh, shit so you, nah we ain't going there we ain't going there hey I'm with the shit you're not going there hey Hey, look, hey, look, look, that's why it's called spit talking. You know, and ra- hey, look, random spit comes flying at any time. Y'all found out in the control room. <laughs> hey, well, you found out random spit coming in the control in the control room at any time. Oh, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Y'all wasn't stuck on the mountain. He took my juke. Y'all wasn't stuck on the mountain. Hey, hey, y'all wasn't stuck at all. I don't know what you're referring to. I'm a, I'm a good, wholesome Christian boy. Oh, oh. <laughs> everybody wholesome. <laughs> Hey, that's a whole nother different segment. All right, <laughs> let's go. That's the nigga ain't shit segment. Oh my god, this whole that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah, it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot of upset people. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't. It'd be a lot of upset the baby daddies. <laughs> oh, this might be my baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. We say, is that my hair or is that my nose? <laughs> say, I gotta be sure. Say neither one because she's a throat, baby. <laughs> God Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> just soaked these. Good God Almighty. Oh. Hey, look, that nigga's drunk. <laughs> that, that nigga's drunk. She swallowed my babies. Huh. Who, who, who's that? No, we ain't talking about me. Oh, okay. Yeah, we ain't gonna be sure. So, hey, nah, we ain't talking about me. Hey, look, Reggie, he was pretty confident about that one. Nah. <laughs> we ain't talking about me. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You got something to tell us, man? Nah, nah. Nah, y'all know me. Y'all know me. <sighs> so, are, are we gonna air out everybody's laundry or are we gonna talk about sports? Just, nah, we, we gonna talk about sports. I was, about, I, was about, I was about to say I, I'm talking some random shit But y'all Neither one of y'all was Yeah uh, Nobody was married At this time Or any situations At this time <laughs> Or entanglements <laughs> 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 
In person only. In person only. Back to back to Buffalo and Kansas City. Yes, sir. Put it in the basket and keep it moving. Put it in the basket. Throw it in the bottom of the river. All right, Buffalo, Kansas City. What's your take? Buffalo and Kansas City, what'd you see? Who won't go first? Water. Go ahead, Reggie. What'd you get? Buffalo, Kansas City. Buffalo, Kansas City. Honestly, I, I thought it was a pretty good game. Buffalo was real scrappy. Like they, I mean, granted they were in the playoffs, but they still did. They still did better than what I thought they were going to be. Mm. So I mean, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good game for the most part. No, I, I agree. I, I think the only thing that kind of frustrated me with Buffalo was I felt like Buffalo. Was playing they, they played Kansas City Too cautiously I feel like With a Kansas City team Like You gotta try to go For their throat And I mean All pun intended mm. Cause I mean As long Throw as Bien and me And Andy Reid and, and Mahomes and them Is on that side Like, like you, you just You really can't afford To go on that joint And keep trying to Kick field goals And think you're gonna Get stops Like it just ain't Gonna happen Exactly And I think That's really what Doom I think that's, that's me personally. That's what Doom Buffalo, and that's kind of what I'm hoping Tampa don't do. Like it's the last game of the season. Hurry the fuck out. Go for it on fourth and one. Don't keep kicking field goals. Fuck that. You got to try to outdo, you know, the, <coughs> the, the young kid, as they say, who'll be the futuristic goat here in about six years. I mean, we'll see on the futuristic goat shit, but because um, them, them contracts coming up real quick, <laughs> they gonna see who they can resign and who they can't. But. Uh, other than that, um, they you know they do a pretty good job as a system, and Andy Reid's always been pretty good at replacing certain motherfuckers. But um, I agree with you a lot in the sense of you know what I'm saying when you play in Kansas City, you gotta play to win, man. You can't play the fucking, you can't play the bullshit. You can't do that. You gotta play the score because they about to score. So and and just go for the motherfucking win. You know, uh, defensive wise, I think. Uh, well, I ain't, I ain't trying to get on on the Kansas City and Tampa joint, but you know, uh, defensive wise, I think Buffalo just kind of didn't stay their part. You know what I'm saying? Like they keep them in front of you. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna run a lot of screens. They're gonna do certain shit. And I, I don't know. I just I felt like Buffalo as a whole, as a team, just kind of was scared of that moment. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. which is which is to be expected because it. They haven't been in that moment in a long time, but for them to get to that, yeah. But to, for them to get to that moment is a huge step for Buffalo. And and what's scary is they can almost be the next Kansas City. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you know, yeah, yeah. they're young. They got they they, they they almost took the blueprint and said, okay, this is what we're gonna do. They got measly Beasley, they got Diggs, and you know, if you get a, some backs and shit like that and, and do what you gotta do and split them out and, and you go five wide or you go, you know what I'm saying, however you wanna do it, and you can go two backs, split your backs out wide, make the linebackers have to fucking come out and make one on one motherfucking plays against your backs. It's just a whole lot of shit you can do. When you got a team like that, so Buffalo is definitely building on what they got to do. Allen stepped into his motherfucking, to his moment this season, and he really showed everybody what he can do. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like Buffalo is making that next step to where, hey, next year, this ain't just no easy motherfucking go. 
we Buffalo motherfuckers. Like, you know what I'm saying? They start to feel how they feel. And, you know, we Buffalo. You can't see. I don't give a fuck. I'm Buffalo, nigga. Like, we about to make this shit happen. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. both cold cities. So it don't matter where you go. And, like, I, you know, I, I just feel like it was a big step for Buffalo just to go and kind of poke their chest out for a quick second and say, hey, you know what I'm saying? We making that next step. Next year, motherfucker, best believe. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck if you big bro or not, motherfucker. I'm getting big. Too, I'm about to smack you in the face. So yeah. that's how I looked at it. But you know what? One thing, one thing I didn't like about that game with Buffalo. Yeah. The fourth quarter, you, you kind of seen the team. You kind of seen Buffalo kind of like fall apart. They got in their yeah. They were making you know, like yeah. Kansas City was in their ass. You know what I'm saying? You Personal did. fouls and all that. Yeah, you, you see, did. You seen them lose their composure. You did, but any anybody that. I ain't, well, I got big brothers in the Yeah, I got big brothers. I ain't even, we ain't about to get into a divide on what that is. But I got big brothers too, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, my big brother, I couldn't whoop his ass to save my motherfucking life. So I stabbed his ass in the motherfucking knee when he was asleep. So I never fucking had an issue with that nigga again. So eventually, Buffalo would just had to stab that nigga in the knee. <laughs> I think a lot of it also with Buffalo is, is you know, they're, the, how they got there, Kansas City figured it out. And once they couldn't do what got them there, yeah. then you've seen them struggle. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was kind of, because I know what you're saying, what is similar to Kansas City as far as Allen's ability to buy, you know, to buy a lot of time, yeah. and digs, winning one-on-ones yeah. and things like that. But realistically, the other thing with Buffalo is, is they couldn't run the ball for shit. Yeah. So once Kansas City was like, literally, all we got to do is keep Josh Allen in front of us. So when you got athletic quarterbacks, the way you keep them contained, you start blitzing DBs because they can run just as fast as you and, can. And that's the other thing. So like right now is, you know, they... We all talking about right now in, in, in simulated shit. They they slated to get Najee Harris. Mm. So now you add in a Najee Harris, mm-hmm. a motherfucker that can run that motherfucking rock. You know what I'm saying? If you get another dude that can come out and catch the ball out the backfield, not saying Najee can't, mm-hmm. but you know, I had to do some more breakdown in my film, you know what I'm saying, to see if he could. But if you add another motherfucker that can catch the rock with Najee, now we talking about that two back system. Mm-hmm. And which you know, like I said, you split the motherfuckers out. Now a, a fucking linebacker has to or a DN, depending on how they play it out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, has to be one on one with yeah, it has yeah. to be one-on-one with them motherfuckers. Now, that's a whole nother fucking problem. So, now you create the same shit Kansas City create. You know what I'm saying? So, which I see what Buffalo trying to do. They taking that blueprint, and they saying, okay, motherfucking Kansas City, we're going to create our own fucking blueprint. And Allen really fucking surprised the shit out of me mm-hmm. and has balled this season and said, okay, I ain't quite Patrick Mahomes, but I am a problem to deal with. Oh, so. yeah. And then you go and get him that you go and get him digs, and I mean digs. Diggs arguably was the best receiver this year. You know. So, I mean, you know. the DMV. You know what I'm saying? I really, I really feel like realistically, draft-wise, they definitely need to address tight end. They need to get him another weapon. Yeah. I mean, I, I like what Cole Beasley does for them, but when you when you start taking away Diggs, like yeah. Cole I can't mean, be the dude. Yeah, you got to yeah. go get him another yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. You got to give Josh a chance out yeah. there. And, I mean, that's how they'll basically be able to emulate, you know, that whole, you know, Kansas City blueprint. You know, speed and putting more speed on the field and being able to run the ball a little bit. I feel like Buffalo would have been a more formidable opponent. But like you said, I mean, they cracked, you know, under the pressure. And, I mean, it really showed, you know, they got frustrated because they couldn't do what got them there. So, yeah. just like a kid, like, you know, they, they threw tantrums, you know, started getting personal fouls and, right. and shit like that. So, 
But that's that that's that new kid on the block mentality, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So you know, you yeah. feeling you feeling some type of way, you know what I'm saying? And what what new kids on the block? Well water, you don't remember that you little that hanging tough. Hanging tough. <laughs> that's that new kids on the block shit. Nineteen ninety what two? <laughs> but yeah. yeah. You took it back on that. Man, hey. speaking of while we while we're while we're discussing Kansas City and Buffalo, what do y'all think about old boy getting passed up on a job again? Eric B enemy. Passed up again. <laughs> passed up fucking again. Water, you wanna go or you want me to go? <laughs> Alright. So like to me. This is the biggest smack in the face. I ain't going to say in NFL history, but in, in recent history, I mean, everybody else that's been an OC, and we talking about the dude from the Tennessee Titans, whose fucking offense ain't this shit, but go fucking double tight, fucking uh, hand off left, hand off right, play action, fucking bootleg. He get a fucking, he get a fucking job. But Eric B. Enemy, who we can say is something to do with uh, uh, Andy Reid and, and created a whole different type of offense where they go, you know, they, they're, they're, you don't know what they're going to do. They'll go, they'll shift into different shit and you'll be like, shit, I got to now, I got to go full wide and I got to, I got an outside linebacker or I got a DN depending on what you in a 4-3 or 3-4. And I gotta, I gotta now shift these motherfuckers out to cover fucking linebackers or slot receivers, and create a whole new offensive game, and 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 open up the NFL and and show them something different to where these motherfuckers who is just giving me some basic shit that got Derrick Henry, who's a fucking freak of nature, who you you may never see like that again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you may see him, but you know what I'm saying, but you may not. And 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 so now these motherfuckers getting a job over a motherfucker that's creative because of their skin color. Like man, that shit is fucking depressing. I ain't even gonna say nothing else. That shit is just depressing, man. Yeah, special for us being fucking twenty twenty one, and this shit is still. Which I know it's prevalent, but still, man, like come on, man. Yeah, like, it's, that, was, that was that was that was that was late. Huh? Yeah, and it's, what, can, what can they come back? Oh well, we we had a head coach. Uh, Romeo, he was he was he was black, so we met our quota. Right, right. That's what that's what I'm getting from. Like, it's it's not it's not about skills no more. It's about and you know what? Go back to that thing. It's not about what you know. It's who you know. Oh, for sure, definitely. Because I mean, the enemy is obviously the most decorative offensive coordinator in the league right now. I mean, shit in in the third season, like like what he's done. Like that motherfucker has helped build uh, MVP. Yeah. A Super Bowl, a yeah. Super Bowl MVP, yeah. and to the first half billion dollar quarterback ever. I mean, mm-hmm. like those are things that you look at his resume and you like, how the fuck is this person selected over him? Like, how is he not getting a fair chance? Like, I like, and what I'm curious about sometimes is in the conversations after the interviews, like, what is it that you feel about Eric Bieniemy that he can't do the job, but this other motherfucker who was over here on a losing roster on a losing team consistently, what what did he figure out that you couldn't? <clears throat> and and not only that. That shit go back to, and for people that don't understand and don't know, we're all in the, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to say prison uh, system, but we're all from a juvenile background and now a, a, a different type of background. Uh, 
So that's like us equivalent to going into an interview and knowing we can do the job, but I can't answer a question as well as a, as somebody else. And when they on that hill or when they wherever, you know what I'm saying, they scared to death. But when they come down here, they can tell you, you know, we're supposed to do X, Y, Z. But when they on that hill, they scared to death. And when they on that hill, they call one of us over because it's about to be a, you know, a staff assistance or something like that. And they scared to death. But when they call us over, they know shit about to get handled. You know what I'm saying? So then when I go down there to do an interview and I can't answer something as good as them, now they don't give me the job because this motherfucking dweeb can answer a motherfucking question. Man, if you don't get the fuck out of here, Matthew Rice, like if you don't get the fuck out my motherfucking way. Yeah, this is the the football, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. And that's what I'm equivalent to. Like, the system and all that. Yeah. You got this athlete that you know going to win. Right. you like, no, no, I'm not going to take him. I'm going to take this guy that, you know, that knows my, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on, man. Because that's. Cause that's like um, the dude that came from y'all, the dude, uh, the dude that got the Detroit job, Dan Campbell. That nigga was yeah, yeah. Sean Payton's assistant. They always say assistant head coach. That was his assistant. That nigga went and got coffee, printed out the playbook, and passed it out to the players. That nigga's never been a coordinator on offensive, defense, special teams. Not a, I don't even. I mean, like, what was he? A, a tight end coach? Yeah. How the hell do you go from tight end coach to head coach? And then y'all got the nerve to say we enjoy his energy. And his leadership. What the fuck did he lead? Jared Cook? Like, are you serious? And Jared Cook, fuck, is my age. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy. But then it's like, when you compare the resumes and you can say, okay, look at Eric Benning's resume. What can you offer? Well, I created a monster that the league is terrified of right now. He won an MVP. He won a Super Bowl. Then another MVP. And then he's going back to another Super Bowl this year. And I took a wife beater slash son beater. And made him damn near MVP. And he's an all-pro receiver. <clears throat> and he was a running back in Division One slash, as they like to say, he came out of nowhere. He's in Division One AA. No, motherfucker. He lit Florida State ass up for 247 <laughs> while he was at Oklahoma State. That nigga ain't from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's crazy when you look at it because, I mean, literally, he's been an OC for three years. He interviewed for six head coach openings this year, and he didn't get not one of them. Like how? Like how was that even justifiable at this point? And it's funny because like Andy Reid even said today, I'm happy, but I'm sad at the same time because it's like I'm happy because now you get to stay with me so we yeah. can keep trying to keep winning. But it's like I'm sad because of the fact that you just can't get your fucking opportunity. Like it's Yeah, and I and I don't wanna just keep harping on B enemy and he deserves everything to be harped on. But you be talking about Leslie Frazier, yeah, uh, Jim Caldwell, yep. who the you know who was it the coach who was it the, the Lions Detroit got rid of his ass after taking them to the playoffs and I don't think they've been shit nowhere since and they hired Matthew Patricia sorry ass and then fired right. him and then brought right. in Dan Campbell come on man so like now you just curious as to like what's the what's the standard yeah <laughs> but, it, but it's just crazy because it's like you know with, with Dan Campbell's whole thing in the interview they was just like in the future you'll know with Detroit we may not beat people up but damn it we're gonna bite your knee and it's just like what the fuck does that mean like if your team suck your team suck fuck you mean you gonna bite somebody you bite, what you motherfucking uh, mighty mighty mites you the motherfucking little league team and shit you the motherfuckers bite motherfuckers kneecaps bite the fucking kneecaps yeah. I don't get you up, I, get, I, I throw some water on you Right, right, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, just just something to kind of discuss with the Benjamin situation because again, it's it's fucked up. 
um, so, it continues to happen. Yeah. So there's a lot of black coordinators. I mean, shit, with Tampa, we got, you know, Ty Bowles. You know, he got to the point in one of his interviews, he told them niggas, I'm not even going to do this interview because I know I'm not getting a job. That yeah. was the Detroit job. And then Leftwich, again, who's been an OC the last two years, yeah. you know, got a team to the Super Bowl. He not even getting a consideration for a job. And I'm just Well, he shouldn't get a consideration for the job. He deserves a no, 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 no. Any motherfucker that is six foot five and wears a size eight and a half shoe should never be trusted. Wow. So so <laughs> <laughs> if you six five and wear an eight and a half shoe, I mean, I can't say that. People say that about uh, about like people curse. They can't trust. Them. I know. I get what you're saying. Ding ding ding. But, but if you, <laughs> but if a motherfucker told you he was six five and wore an eight and a half shoe, I mean, me personally, I'm not. What do you think? Something wrong with him? Me personally, I'm not looking at I a shoe. Think he's a big clumsy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if somebody told you that, wouldn't you think something wrong with him? It'd be funny when you think about it, but I wouldn't notice it off the top of my head. The only reason I know is because of Madden. This nigga, man. <laughs> I don't really know. Well, one, I know somebody that played with him. That's one. Two, because of Madden. And I only knew it because that motherfucker told me about it. And that wasn't until I was older. Byron Leftwich wears an eight and a half shoe. And that nigga's like 6'5". That's a weird motherfucker. That's weird as shit. So he can't get a coaching job because of that? I'm just saying, motherfucker. <laughs> <you know. laughs> That's some weird as shit. But moving on off of that to a more disturbing oh. conversation. Oh. What? Oh. Let's say to a more disturbing conversation. Oh, Chad Wheeler. Oh, this bitch. Oh. Hey. That nigga hey. deserves to get his ass beat you, over and over again. Use a bitch ass. Use a bitch ass motherfucker. I wish you would come where me and my niggas knew you. Me and my... People knew you. Color people. Yes. <laughs> and we will show you exactly what need to be done to you. Because we'll do exactly what you did to her to you. Fuck the juvenile. Yeah, fuck, fuck. Yeah, right. Fuck the system. Fuck all that. Put that like, like a, a what training day. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we ain't got to worry about that motherfucker going to jail. Let the motherfuckers deal with him. We going to deal with you, you bitch ass motherfucker. You ain't in no motherfucking... Uh, what did he say? A, a pandemic state or whatever like that? Motherfucker, you knew what you was doing, man. But that's some sick shit. Man. Like the fact that you could choke somebody unconscious and eat dinner next to their body, saying I thought they were dead. Yeah, and you sitting there chilling, and then you gonna say I apologize for everything. I was in a pandemic moment, and this, that, and the third. Motherfucker, I got a whole lot of shit wrong with me too. I said a lot of motherfuckers out here they got shit wrong with them too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. You know, you talking about sleeping you talking about eating next to a shorty that you swear you love, that you fucking thought you killed, and you sitting there eating dinner. I can't even eat dinner in my facility because I got fucking anxiety. You know what I'm saying? And you sitting there eating motherfucking shit next to a shorty you swear you love? Hey Slim, I hope you motherfucking die. And don't never fucking come back anywhere. And I hope you fucking go to hell and burn for for fucking eternity, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> and the reason why, like, I bring it up because, like, I told people on social media, I'm gonna keep bringing it up. And the reason being is because Michael Vick was crucified for the for, fucking dog for a dog. And even even anybody on here who's a dog lover, I'm not. Saying, I love dogs. I'm not saying it was right, but again, y'all crucified Michael Vick over them damn dogs and y'all gonna let this man beat the shit out of this black woman and, and don't be on no news and we're gonna let it be okay and like we're not gonna say that nothing that shit went on the NFL network 
Like, people had to step outside the box to address that issue because, like, that's how fucked up it is. I mean, like, and again, like, look at the Ray Rice situation. Ray Rice, him and his wife, they figured it out. But, I mean, that shit was blast. I don't know how many times I watched the replay of him smack the fire out that girl on that elevator. Like, it was over and over and over. And I'm just like, that joint happened for, like, a good month or two consistently. But I'm like, yo, how are y'all letting this shit slide? This shit need to be on TV every fucking day because if y'all gonna let this slide, it's gonna happen again. Because he's a white man with a black woman. Which is which makes it even yeah. more disrespectful, especially what's going on right now, especially with the Black Lives with the Black Lives Movement going on right now. Like, nah, man, that shit just can't. It can't fade. And, and Water, you got some. You got some more to say on that shit? I ain't trying to cut you off. So, nah, I, I'm not gonna say that because when I heard that shit before I heard the details, yeah, it reminded me. You remember the program? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That motherfucker was off them roids. Latimer. Yeah, that's that's what kind of Yeah, that's yep. I know. Yeah, like that that whole shit is wild, but it's I mean like it's just crazy because it's like you want justice for that chick, but it's just like a lot of people kinda get confused as to what justice really is at this point. I'm just like, yo, like she got brawled, humiliated, embarrassed. All that shit And it's like It's just about to be Something under the bridge And it's just disrespectful As fuck When it's all said and done Alright hold on so You got like a 30 second snippet So getting back to uh, What we was talking about Let's uh, let's talk about this NFL shit And uh, Stafford and Watson And what you would give up For one of them people um, just you know, like I was, you know, just you know, reiterating, just you know, with Stafford, I was thinking maybe it's like a first and a third. I mean, a lot of it, like I said, is just predicated on, you know, how long you think you're going to be able to hold on to him after the fact, because um, he's got about two years left on his contract. So if you can get him for like an additional year, maybe a two years, then you get the full value of like a three or four year deal. Because giving up a first and a third, depending on where your team is seating, like that's a big deal. Like you're talking about giving up a starter. Um, for a potential franchise quarterback but the problem is, is if you only got that franchise quarterback for two years you're basically starting over in two years right so I think a lot of it's just you know how well you can reach Matt Stafford and his management and at this point I just say like you know what are you looking for long term wise like you've been in Detroit what type of contract are you looking for and mm-hmm. if he says you know I'm only looking for two years and kind of go from there then I'm like eh you kind of might it might be one of those teams who are like a win now team like like a team like the Colts you know who got to replace a Rivers a mm-hmm. 49ers team you know because it gives you that window that you're trying to win now Stafford's before. not Rivers go ahead <laughs> who was Rivers just go ahead who's who no, was, go ahead. who's Rivers go ahead I'm just I, I'm just saying go ahead oh okay <laughs> the reason for Stafford the has no playoff <laughs> I mean he was in Detroit <laughs> go, go ahead, ahead. go ahead Reggie I mean, but with Matt Stafford, I don't see him being like a two-year, you know what I'm saying, a two-year deal. Matt Stafford, a long-term guy, because, shit, he's been with, what was that, like, 09? Oh, so he's been he's with been Detroit. With the Lions, but He's been with Detroit about 11 or 12 11 or 12 years now But the only reason why I say that is because He's been with them so long and was loyal to them For so long and now you're just Looking at like I'm trying to either Secure a better team with a, with a decent Payday or you're saying like hey I'm trying to secure A championship or I'm trying to win or put myself In a good position to at least win Something because he didn't win shit in Detroit He balled his ass off in Detroit but he didn't Win shit I mean he got to the playoffs okay. what, Twice I mean, but like realistically, when you're looking at the scenario, like like if I'm Matt Stafford, if I go to San Francisco, I mean, you got to remember, I'm with Kyle Shanahan. This is the team that you've built out here that was just in the Super Bowl. So I'm like, cool. 
I'll sign a two or three year deal, add it on to the two years I'm still obligated to, to um, play out. So that way I'm in San Fran for four years because I like what Kyle and John Lynch are building as far as, you know, the program in San, um, San Francisco mm-hmm. or, you know, like with the Colts, you know, with already a built defense. Now you want to bring in, you know, one or two different receivers. I mean, you already got a stable full of backs. So, I mean, like those teams are already kind of equipped to go. And the only thing that's really holding them back is consistent quarterback play. So, so you're well, saying basically like what he's looking for. Like if he's looking for a championship now, then he'll go here for, you know, short term. Yeah, but if he's looking for like more of a tenured team, like he's been with the you know the Lions, then okay, I see. Yeah, because I mean the alternatives you think about it is you know of course you know JP over here wants him to go to Washington. Um, you know, because I mean that was kind of the biggest thing that was holding them back. I mean, shit, Taylor Taylor Heineke almost eliminated Tampa from the playoffs. Yeah. So imagine if you got a, a Stafford who's out there and you kind of get him another another weapon opposite of a uh, scary Terry, and uh, you know add a, add a little fine tune to that offensive line. Now you're talking about a different Washington football team on the field. And that's kind of you know I mean you made you made a a, a preference the whole season on we didn't have weapons and things like that but it was a little different when we had Heineke out there and he was making shit happen and all of a sudden we had things that make it boom so sometimes with a quarterback they can make certain things happen and do we have everything we need absolutely not so we have Kelvin Harmon coming back you know what I'm saying who's really our big time possession receiver we'll keep you know uh, Logan Thomas we have uh, McLaurin. We may add another receiver. May get another uh, lineman. So yeah, if we can get Stafford and make that happen, yeah, that would be great. But do I want to give up three first rounders? Fuck no. You know what I'm saying? So everybody right now is talking about two first rounders and maybe a player. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, and at this point in the NFL, is what you gonna give up? For a halfway decent uh, quarterback, well, I ain't gonna say halfway decent because that's kind of shitting on Stafford. So, what you gonna give up for a decent quarterback or a good quarterback, and 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 what you gonna you know sever and your future and uh, picks for that player? So, am I gonna give up the world for this dude and think I really got a chance? Hmm. As a Redskins fan, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Would I rather take my chance on Heineke and just keep on moving? But realistically, what the fuck really is Heineke? You know what I'm saying? He's a one he's a one game dude right now that went out and balled against Tampa Bay and lost. He didn't even win. <laughs> so are you gonna give that? Sh- are you gonna give up a farm to get a quarterback and see what's up, or do I just play the draft as continue building as I've been building and get a trask maybe in the second round and continue building on and sign Haneke for you know whatever it is? I, I don't know the ins and outs on that, but say we sign him for six million dollars or seven million dollars a year, and then draft a trask in the second round, get a linebacker in the first round, and then you know continue to build on what we've been building on and build a team that way. And what's kind of what Seattle did back in the day, you know what I'm saying? So they're still doing that now. But you know now they're you know now them dudes is older. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and so we're talking about building on how you used to do shit. So I I ain't necessarily 
gung ho on going out there on the Stafford, especially if they're talking about two first rounders. I'm Gucci. I'm good. I ain't. I ain't doing that. But, but you know, cause I mean, I feel like it goes right back to you know his his um, expectations. If he's looking for a new team and just a stay there, shit, give up to you know what I'm saying. If you have a young team, that, you know you need this, you know a quarterback, and I can see teams giving you that. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they they have a young team that they're trying to build around their young team yeah. and bringing him in. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I, just, I just see that I just see that Yeah And I mean looking at that Because I, I debate With a lot of people About Taylor Heineke And all that other shit Because I'm like Y'all have to really Pay attention that Tampa Bay prepared For a quarterback They had no film on Which means Technically Heineke Had a slight advantage Because you didn't know What to expect You don't necessarily know What he knows What he doesn't know So a lot of it is We sat and played A lot of coverage But then the other thing Was the nigga was out there Running around And running away from people so you had a quarterback out there that was playing with nothing to lose because there was nobody to come in or, you know, it wasn't like he was losing the spot. It wasn't like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a new guy on the block and I'm playing for my job. Like, you got one shot, you got thrown in, and you you made the most of it. But realistically, do I think he's a long-term answer? No, because once he's actually in a game uh, or in a season, I'm going to say, and has to play week in and week out, I, I just think that that little bit that you saw in that Tampa playoff game, that shit out the window. He'll be another he'll be another dude out there playing quarterback, and then we'll be spinning circles again talking about, well, who's the next quarterback in D.C.? So, like, for me, if I'm Washington, mm-hmm. I say quarterback was probably the only thing that realistically held y'all back this season right. because of the constant inconsistency. So, when I was the one, on the one of the main ones who kept reiterating, there's not a whole lot of talent around, and in different games, mm-hmm. this, shit, this shit showed. I mean, because it's like, you got Terry over here who can ball, who can win. He's right. a playmaker. Then you got some of these other niggas that was just running around, dropping passes. Every now and again, they might catch a ball here or there, make a play here and there, but they're not consistent. Right. So, you know, it's like guys like your Antonio Gibson. So I think he's a talent. I think he's above average as a talent. But, I mean, like, he really showed out against the Cowboys. And after that, I can't really say too many games that he oh, Gibson he went, he went ham. He was hurt. So, like, when I look at the rest of the roster, I feel like, well, if you bring in a Stafford, he's a quarterback that's going to throw guys open and he's going to make the throws. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit, he was doing it in Detroit. I mean, realistically, a lot of people don't know who Detroit's receivers are other than Calvin Johnson. How many people really can name Detroit receivers over the last five years? Mm-hmm. And he was still throwing 30 touchdown passes a year. So at the end of the okay. day, he if he makes the throws and you guys can't catch, then you know you need to obviously add more talent to the roster. But Stafford upgrades that. Alex Smith is too worried about getting his leg broke again. They got rid of Haskins. But Alex Smith, I mean, Alex Smith, doesn't matter where he was, he was a check down motherfucker. It didn't matter where he was. I mean, that, that was part and all that. It didn't I matter. I mean, but that part is true. Alex but I mean, it, it's a different dynamic when you're talking about your career almost got right, 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 right. But I mean, because in Kansas no, City, because yeah, in Kansas City, he was efficient. That was why they made the trade. I think, he, I think his last year in Kansas yeah. City, or he might have threw like 26 touchdowns and five picks. Yeah, but in Kansas City, was back there. But in Kansas City, they were starting to build what they have right now. Mm-hmm. So you can check down and check down to a motherfucker that's going to make a five yard play into a 25-yard play. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in D.C. right now, they're starting to try to build the same shit. So that's why you have a J.D. McKissick, a motherfucking Antonio Gibson, McLaurin, a, a, you know what I'm saying, a Sims. And they're all kind of, you kind of all look at them and be like, oh, they're all kind of the same kind of similar players. But they're all motherfuckers that made moves and made plays in college 
to try to make moves in the in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm trying to put you in a situation to where I got to put your linebacker in with an Isaiah Wright, even though most people don't know who he is. But mm-hmm. if you go look at his highlights at Temple, that motherfucker was making moves and making shit happen. Mm-hmm. So you got to try to take a a chance on a fifth round pick on a motherfucker like that and make that shit happen just like like uh, Kansas City did. So, I don't know, you can't, I mean, a lot of it, I, for me, I can say is based on team development, how well you're able to develop talent around. But right. I mean, for me, it's just like when you're around Rivera, your team has been up and down the last two or three years, just quarterback play. So now you're just like, if I can get a solid guy to come in that's averaging anywhere between 25 to 30 touchdowns, doesn't turn the ball over a lot, has enough arm strength to get the ball down the field like we want to do as opposed to check down Charlie, it changes your dynamic as far as what you got in Washington. Now you need to go get another threat with Terry so that way you guys are able to stretch the field. But yeah. now you can add a lot of intricate routes into your offense. Right. Because when I look at you guys oh, as receivers... Speak, speaking that college shit. So, okay. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> so, then when I, so then when I start to look at you know the nuances of your offense, offense now I see you guys help people get open now they got to make plays as opposed to teams like Kansas City it don't matter what the fuck you call it, Tariq Hill can get open period right it doesn't matter so when I look at that at times Terry can do it here and there but he can't consistently do it especially not like a Tariq Hill like a Kelsey I'm a matchup problem it don't matter what the fuck I run I'm right. gonna get open right, right so then when you got a Mahomes back there and you say look I'm gonna do this Unless I'm gonna hit him in this is what I'm gonna do you're stupid <laughs> So then that way Mahomes says, cool, I know what we know what page you're on, so then I'm going to yeah. wait for you to do this. And when you come outside, the ball's coming because this is what you told me you feel comfortable with. Yeah. So when you got guys who play and then you got guys who are playmakers, it changes the whole dynamic of your football team. So I feel like Stafford at least gives y'all arm strength down the field, a great quarterback IQ, and then that way he'll help some of these receivers that I laugh at all the time. And then you bring in one or two of those guys, you know, maybe be a free agency or you draft one. Now you're talking about a different football team because y'all won seven games last year with probably arguably one of the worst offenses in the league, but you had the second best defense. So with the second best defense, Ooh, now you now you got oh now you potentially God. got a quarterback that comes in and gives you a top ten offense. Just Washington probably wins ten games. We your offense was trash last year. Our defense was overrated. Your defense was number two in the league. Overrated. Number two in the league. I've told you that. Number two in the league. We won the worst division in football. Number two in the league. That's fine. So go ahead. <laughs> so, what are you got anything on that? Our defense was overrated. So Stafford is a first and a third for me. That's that's the highest I'm going. So look, most people want two firsts for Stafford. What do you think, Wally? I mean, like I said, like, it's, it depends on the team. It depends on the team that it's, it's so so what he wants out of the team. So if you if you if you were Washington football team, would you take him for two first? Washington football team, two first. Would you give up? Would you give up two first for your quarterback now? For your quarterback of now, something that every team is constantly looking for a now quarterback. Would you give up two first for it? Yeah, that's what I, I, I think I would. I would. Is, I would is Matt I Stafford a quarterback for you now? What has he did? What has he, I'm sorry. Oh, let me let me let me speak proper. What has he done? <laughs> <laughs> done as far. I done mean, if I was a Washington football team fan, then yeah, I would I would I would say he's not. I mean, because 
if you look at it, you don't have to move into him because he already he, he already has what you need. He, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a pro quarterback. He, he's a good quarterback. Who's consistently played good football over the last twelve years? Yeah. Now, obviously, he's not what you're referring to as a what has he done quarterback. He's not an All Pro, none of that. But it's unfortunate because mm-hmm. you play in a division. He ain't got no All Pros. Mm-hmm. He ain't got none. That's <laughs> but it's unfortunate because you play in a division with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you're not getting no All Pros over him. You know, you got the Russell Wilsons out there. You know, you. I mean, like it's unfortunate when your team sucks. You're not getting those nods because those All Pro votes come from those coaches, the opposition. Nobody's going to really give Matt Stafford a nod because they win three or four games every year. But that's somebody, not Matt's somebody fault. that has played on teams like that and has got All Pro nods. Who was it? Because that's what I mean. You got to think about it. <laughs> Who was it? Jeff Garcia. No. <laughs> Chris Sims. Philip Rivers. Who? Who? Philip. Oh, he's trash too. <laughs> Philip Rivers is trash. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> you know how I feel about right. you know how I feel about Philip. Fuck him. Fine. <laughs> so with that, so with that being said, with with Stafford, let's say because if I'm Washington, I'm doing that because of the simple fact that hey, look, the nigga knows how to play football. I don't have to bring in a drafted kid like a draft can teach him gotcha. how to do it because. Kyle Allen's playing quarterback next year. I'm, right. I'm, I'm getting turned up at this. Point. Go ahead. So, are we done with Stafford? Okay, if you want. No, no, I'm asking. We can be because it seems like you're, you're anxious to get the Watson. So, I really want to hear this. Ain't a fucking way. I give up four first round picks for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you can suck my motherfucking. I ain't gonna tell you what inch dick this is. You can suck all of it and goggle on it oh. in the back of your throat, like the bitch said. I want you to put it into the back thing of my dang thing on the back of my throat. Oh. You can do that. Now he's quoting Cardi B. <laughs> oh shit! You can do that because I'm not giving up four nothings for that motherfucker. So yeah, fuck no. Four is ridiculous. So that's my point on Deshaun. And hey, I give you uh, I give you Tim Settle. (laughs) Tim Settle. (laughs) I give you Tim Settle and and maybe two first. That's it. Other than that, you can go and Tim Settle and two first. Yeah, you can go ahead put my balls in your mouth. Tim Settle too far. You could hey, Tim Settle's a, a dog. You could put my motherfucking balls and my dick in your mouth and gargle on it if you don't want that. Cap wise, oh, I'm not talking. Cap wise, I can't speak on cap. No, I'm just saying like cap. Just like cap wise yeah. is kind of what my issue is because the nigga's going to be 39 million against your cap. Yeah, going in not this season well, we coming got up, but the one after. So then, but then that's the thing. Who else? You got to resign people. You got to bring in new guys. Yeah. But you got thirty nine million against your cap with a Watson. But so, you got so you, you giving up. So you giving up four? You got to take that chance. You giving up? I mean, like for me again, it goes based on the situation. What I see a Belichick doing it, yes, because Belichick has a team built defensively in New England with a couple guys who opted not to play, and his quarterback play last year was atrocious. Go get him two receivers. So what's, New England's between, right what's, the ten, what's the difference between New England and Washington last year? The difference between New England and Washington? Last year. <sighs> if you're talking about defense is set, now you're talking about you add a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That, that adds a whole big difference. That's, I guess for me the biggest difference was New England could run the ball. Y'all couldn't. Okay. 
So when I look at New England, because um, they ran uh, the Harris kid, they ran the ball at times, and of course they tried to do it with Cam. Don't start your Cam shit. They tried to do the shit with Cam. Oh, Cam. And they were able to control the clock, play defense. But unfortunately, Cam just could not play well enough and put his defense in different predicaments, or they just couldn't get enough stops on. But when I look at the situation in Washington and the situation in New England, if I'm a quarterback, I say I go to New England. I know I got a running game. I had an offensive lineman or two who opted out last year because of COVID who will come back. You'll go get me one or two receivers because you've got damn near 70 million in cap. You know you got a running game because a linebacker or a safety or whatever had to commit to a, a quarterback that could run. So if you're a quarterback that can't run, so now I can go engage eight. You can. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm just I'm saying. The worst but, case scenario. but the thing is, is if you go engage eight against Deshaun Watson and you don't get him down, you're barbecue chicken. Are you? Yes. It's the same thing that happens with I Mahomes. That he wasn't. You've got to. I mean, shit. Who's he throwing the ball to? And he's still. Andre he's Hopkins. still arguably not anymore. And he's still well, arguably. I'm, and this past year, he, he was throwing. Beforehand. He was throwing to. Robert at food line. <laughs> Let's not act like this dude hasn't had receivers. He's had DeAndre Hopkins. That's no, it. no, no. Who else has he had? Who? Yeah, Will Fuller. Yes. Who? Yes. Y'all act like Will Fuller is a top five receiver. Look at his stats. Will Fuller's okay. He's okay. But that's he's a great number two. He's also been injured most of that's the time. That's a great number two. He's okay. That's a great number two. Will Fuller all that crap. Don't Will Fuller all that crap. This this is a spoiled nigga. This is a spoiled nigga. Oh my god This is a spoiled nigga Talking to the rest of the NFL Wow I'm spoiled because My franchise sucked And drafted people No You're <laughs> spoiled because You have Godwin Drafted Evans Drafted Fucking uh, God Cows I uh, no, no. What's, what's his name What's the tight end Which one You know who the fuck I'm talking about the, Maybe one of the best Tight end of all time I don't uh, Be yeah. clear who? Yeah no Don't say who, who? You got two of them <laughs> So who's the other one? Uh huh. Who's the other one? Who? What the nigga name from uh, uh, Goskowski or whatever the fuck his name is? Gronk. Okay. Gronk. Okay. We Gronkowski. Got, we got Gronk. Yeah, yeah I'm not. They loaded out there. They got A B. They got. They loaded. We picked up A B for. They you. loaded. What's the, what's the other motherfucker name? Right. They they loaded. Bro. They loaded. Drafted. They got three tight ends out there. Drafted. They loaded. So we don't know what it's like. Drafted. So all I'm saying, you say look at Wolf Fuller's stats. I see 53 catches here, 879. 879, yeah, that's good shit. That's below average. That's not below average. That's below average. That's not below average. That's below average. Right, he out here talking that bullshit. That's below average. He's he, not. He, he's he's not. not spectacular. The year before, he had 670 yards. The year before, he's not a number one. Fuck Will Fuller. He's a number two and he's average. He had 879. He average is number two. Look at this shit. What, what about these numbers? Yeah, a seven. The year before, twenty-eight catches, four hundred yards. This nigga, yo, this nigga, this nigga, I mean, like y'all, y'all are pumping Will Fuller like he's supposed to be that nigga. This nigga ain't had more than fifty-five catches in a season. What, what did he do last year? But you gotta see what season. Yeah, he had uh, what's his name? Uh, cutie. Cutie. Kiki Cutie. Bum. He had him. He's trash too. The best person he had of the past of this past year was uh, Cooks, and he was hurt. All Randall Cobb is trash. He's trash. He's trash. He's another one. He he benefited from playing with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He's trash. He might have had a. What he had? He had what? An okay season with Dak. 
It's the reason they got. It's the reason they got rid of him. Look at look. Here's another one. Randall, Randall Cobb, 38 catches, 400 yards. Trash. Who who else? I mean, might as well go sign Tavon Austin. Shit. Trash. Your man out here hating. So. What am I hating on? What am I hating on? So. Your man out here hating. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so let's get on. We ain't gonna get on that shit. Your man already hate. That's hate. That's hate. Yeah, 859 yards in the NFL nowadays, that's fucking big time. That's average. That's not average. 879 is not big time. That's, that's that is big, big time in today's NFL. Look, look up today's NFL. There's nothing big time about 879. Look up today's NFL. Okay. We'll Please. Look, we'll, we'll look that Please up. Please do. We'll, we'll look that up. Please do. So, getting on from that bullshit there. Exactly. Y'all spitting booty chatter. Yeah, I know. You talking booty. dumb shit. Booty chatter. Booty chatter. Booty chatter. Let's see. Who had more yards than all him? Cole Beasley, Cooper Cup, Marvin Jones, Corey Davis, uh, Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. Who else had more yards than him? This is what? At 25? 20th in the league? Where is he at? 879. So Nelson Aguilar had more yards. Deontay Johnson had more yards, more productive. Mm-hmm. Like as of number two. What? Deontay Johnson's a fucking slot receiver. We talking about as a number two. And and not uh, maybe a number three. He's an he's not a number three. He was their number one. No, he was their number two last right. year. Right, that's what I'm saying. Average your number two. Average. You talking about as a, half them niggas is number ones. Who's a number one? Deontay, Half them niggas. Deontay's not a number one. Half them niggas is number ones. No, they're not. They are. That's what I'm saying. No, you talking not. that shit. Half them niggas is number ones. Cooper Cup's not a number one. Corey Davis is not a number one. Tyler Lockett's not a number one. Number one. Cooper Cup is not a number one. Who's the They throw him. They throw Cup is the number one. Go ahead. Bore. Go ahead. Go, get in there. Cooper Cup is not number one. He's not a number one. Are Fuck no. Serious? Fuck no. Are you Fuck no. Man. Fuck no. So you telling me right now, Cooper Cup? If Cooper Cup comes to New Orleans, you telling me he'd be your number one guy, right? We're there. not talking about. I, 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 that's what I'm talking about. We're not talking about. You say number one. When you tell me number one receiver, we're talking about and where they are right now. He's he's average. McLaurin is not a number one everywhere. He's average. McLaurin, look at look at McLaurin, 87, 1100 yards. He's not a number one everywhere. Where would he not be a number one? He's a dog and. And a lot of he's not a number one in New Orleans. Cooper Cup. He's not a number one in New Orleans. When Michael Thomas, when uh, Michael Thomas is healthy, like, so he's gonna be a number one. He'd be a number one for the Rams. Yeah, but if Cooper, 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 Cooper Cup is the Cooper Cup is their number one. How? Robert, what you mean? Robert wasn't him have identical numbers. Cooper Cup was hurt for half the season. Okay, that's schematics. Cooper Cup ain't going nowhere to slide no number one. Don't say that's schematic. No, if you want to say that, Stephon Diggs is a number one receiver. Cooper Cup can't carry his fucking jockstrap. He is not a number one receiver. Cooper Cup was giving him fucking run when he was out there. Give him who run? Stephon Diggs. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no way. Cooper Cup ain't no one. What you talking about? He's a two. He's a two. He had 1,300 yards. He's a two because Julius was hurt half the season. He was balling last year as a number two. And he didn't have that. He had like nine thirty something. Who did? 
uh, uh, Ridley. Still. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You just talking. I know. I, nigga, Will, Will Fuller's trash. He's an average He's receiver. He's an average receiver. Y'all are sitting there. Not Y'all trash. put that nigga on a pedestal. That nigga's an average receiver. I'm on a pedestal. I'm saying he's above average. But we not put them on the belt. Right, exactly. 879 yards makes you above average. Yes. Yes. What the fuck are you talking oh, about? Fuck out of here. <laughs> we saw how that went for them this year. That's the reason why Deshaun, for who? Deshaun Watson. Who else was he throwing to? Brandon Deshaun Jones. couldn't get it up. He couldn't get open. What do you mean? Who couldn't get open? Will Deshaun. Fuller. Will Fuller? No, Deshaun. Deshaun. Nigga, Deshaun had 30 touchdown passes. What do you mean he couldn't get up? He couldn't. His whole line was trash. His team was trash. And he said 30 touchdowns and six turnovers. His team was trash. And he still balled. He didn't. He's a baller. He didn't. That's the reason why they're considering four first-round picks for him. No, he's, he's a baller. Trash. He's trash. He's a baller. I, well, to me, he's trash. But that's what? Yeah. <laughs> not a baller. <laughs> Who's not a baller? This all Watson? Reggie. Who's who's not a baller? Deshaun Watson? No, you talking about you talking about your receiver. Oh, I, I feel the way I feel about Will Fuller. Fuck him. Bro, you tripping, bro. I'm not. Will Fuller's he's an average you, number two. You he's average. You, he's <laughs> average. Bruh, he's bro, average. average number two is not just a, some shit in the he's, in the league. He's an average ass nigga. That, no, that's you, my you're spoiled with your fucking Tampa Bay receivers, nigga. Will Fuller might have third. third. Your third might be a number one on a fucking different team. That's different. That's AB. No, that's not different. Godwin is spoiled. Godwin is just you're a number spoiled. two. He's just a number two. Who no, he you're spoiled. Bit. He you're spoiled. Spoiled. Spoiled has nothing to do with well, your receivers. Will Fuller is no, average. Bro. You're spoiled with receivers. So, all right, where do you rank him as far as number two receivers? Bro? I don't, bro. I'm not fucking. I don't have the fucking breakdown in front of me on fucking number two receivers. So what the fuck? You're spoiled with receivers. So you think you, you keep saying yeah. you're spoiled, but that has nothing to you fucking do with this average ass nigga as Will Fuller. You He's say eight seventy nine is average. He's average. He had okay. eight hundred seventy nine yard okay. receiving. All right, that's All right. it. That's average. You're right. Very. You're right. Average receiver. You're right. Okay. You're right. Then there's a lot of niggas that wouldn't be in the league. But go ahead. What? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of niggas wouldn't be in the league if that's average. 879. 879. Average season. <laughs> that's like a thousand yard rusher. That's an average season. Right. 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 That's an average how, season. How many niggas went for a thousand? That's because they don't run the ball like that anymore. I'm just saying, how many niggas went for a thousand? You bought it up. I'm just, I'm giving you an example. You bought it up. I'm giving you an example. You bought it up. I'm so, how many niggas went for a thousand? A thousand what? Rushing? Yeah. How many niggas went for a thousand? Seven. Okay, so you just said that's average. So that's average. So how many niggas were so eight hundred yards uh, receiving? Not, not a lot. Average. Not a lot. It was. It wasn't. He was twenty fifth on the list in receiving. Oh, that's not a lot. It's average. There's fucking thirty two teams. I'm sorry. Right. That's below average. Right. That's below average. There's thirty two teams, and Ooh. there's and there's three starting receivers damn near at this point at every fucking team. Mm-hmm. That means that's not average, sir. Will Fuller. It's an that's average not average. Is what I, that's the point I'm making. Eight seventy nine is an average season. If there's three receivers starting on okay. damn near on every team, that's okay. not average. Okay. If that's how you feel, that's fine. <laughs> what I'm saying that's is... Point, that's, that's facto. What fact? Okay. You keep saying there's three receivers and it's 879. I'm going off of all the Most receivers. Most teams start I'm going off of three all receivers. The, all the receivers during the season. Yeah. We're going so, an average season of 879. So there's there's how many teams in the league? 32 teams. There's all of them have five or six receivers active on the roster. Correct. Okay. 
So you're saying he's 25. He's an average player. In the whole NFL-ish. That's average? Yes. Okay. He had an average season. If that's what you consume the same way. The same way. So look, look. So let me I'm flip it on you. What the same way you what what say about Kirk Cousins when he would throw thirty touchdown passes, and you would say he's trash. He's trash. Right. Right. But he threw thirty touchdowns. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So but how Kirk do you, how do you feel on that? Right. Let me. I'm. 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 Let me see. Go ahead. We got time. Out of fifty-three receptions, he had a hundred eight hundred seventy-nine yards. Correct. He was talking. Come on, man. Nah, that's that's above average, bro. Out of fifty-three receptions, eight hundred seventy-nine yards. He's an average receiver. Coming from fucking the Texans. That's an average receiver. Yeah, what forty-nine the year before? He's an average receiver. All right, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> whatever. I stand by exactly. myself. He's an average receiver. Exactly. That part won't change. Exactly. These motherfuckers was four and twelve, and he had eight hundred something yards as a fucking number two. Right? Was he even the number two? Come on, man. Right. Come on, man. What? <laughs> next for another average ass person. Go ahead. Who we got next? Now you tell me. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> you tripping? So NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to NBA. NBA, what we got? Surprises. Utah Jazz, Golden State Warriors, Indiana Pacers, and good old Philly. You said Cleveland? Nah. Cleveland got to be in there. Nah. They're in the top. Nah. Cleveland ain't in there. I can't put Cleveland in there. Why you can't put them in there? I can't put Cleveland in there. Why? Yeah. What's their record? Was it nine and eight? Something like that. What you thought it was gonna be? Mike, 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 Mike. Probably, probably four and ten by now. Right, exactly. So you gotta put them in there. I mean, they in that bottom. I mean, you could. They talking about trading their pieces. I mean, you. I mean, you. You could. talking about trading their pieces? But, they about to, yeah. They about to the top six. They about to implode that team. But they in the top six. Hmm. For now. I I don't know though. Listen, for now, I mean, shit. I mean, on, on earlier episodes, we you know, I, my, my team was number one. We see where we at. I think we thirteen now. I mean, nah, you not thirteen. You're not behind the Wizards because <laughs> them niggas is super tough. Let's say Cavs are currently sitting at six at nine and nine. They six in the East. Nobody thought the Cavs that would be six in the East. That shit will sustain. It will because the Wizards is trash. And everybody behind them is trash. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be a six seed. So you got the Cavs making the playoffs. No, yes. Right now. As a team is right now. As a team is right now. But it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of shit on. They're trying to get certain people out of there because of monetary-wise. So as a team is right now, yeah. Well, they said Andre Drummond, he's trying to get a buyout. He's trying to join it's Brooklyn. It's a lot of... JaVel McGee was talking about beat on they want to join Brooklyn. He was trying to go to Brooklyn. It's a lot of motherfuckers trying to go to Brooklyn. So, we'll see how that go. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm going to definitely stick with Utah because every year Utah, for me, is always... Oh, uh, here you go. That fourth and fifth, fifth seed team that never gets over the hump. And, I mean, right now, they're 14-4 and four and leading the West. I mean, like, they're sustaining right now. Like, they're getting quality wins. The team they go. still beat, they beaten. 
And then even Utah Duke, is Utah is <laughs> Utah finished some go, go ahead. No, I'm saying what you getting ready to say Utah getting ready to be. What? Utah getting ready to be the Denver Nuggets. Probably worse. The Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's accurate. Yes. Because at the end of the day, we know LA getting ready to win the West. Of course. Right. One of them. Ain't no one of them. What is it? I think this year's Clipper team is different. Oh, I think this year's Clipper okay. team is really different. So, from the last conversation we had on the on the last podcast, this Clipper team could be different. Why? Because they actually pass and move the ball around now. Also, no Doc Rivers. Yeah, I mean that. that you you saw that shit in Philly but, last night. Luckily, they won at LA. They had a fourteen point lead. And then they started playing ISO ball with Joel and B was out there jab stepping yeah. like he was Rashard Lewis. But this is what I told you last year, and what uh, you know from listening to Paul George and then from some inside conversation, from what I heard from some other people, is that was Doc Rivers that said they didn't need to practice and do other shit. So now they're actually doing shit that they need to do to fucking make shit happen in practice. So now. Maybe that's a Clippers team that's abreast to do what they need to do. Which it still remains to be seen. I still I, gotta, for sure. I, for I, sure. I still got to see it because, I mean, I still can't forget the but fact that they the blew up. The fact that you said the Clippers, I've been it kind of took me for. I've been impressed. It about, took me for. I've been impressed by what I've seen by them in court the last couple of games because okay. they stopped doing so much iso ball. Okay. I they actually it. move no, no. the ball now. No, I get it. I appreciate it. It's literally a different squad. I get that. What's up with you, Walter? Who, who, uh, who might surprise you or whatever in the league right now? Man, I'll be honest. I haven't really been keeping up with you know, the NBA like that. You're not going to cheer for the New Orleans uh, Pelicans? <laughs> Man, come on, man. <laughs> Zion, what up? <laughs> so then who are your surprises? Because Reggie nah. say he don't really he don't really vibe with B ball like that. Nah, my surprise is damn near the same as yours. It's like Cleveland, Utah, the Pacers, man. The Pacers even without uh uh Depot. You know what I'm saying? They, they a PG baby. You they got screwed saying? over on that Karis Levert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even though you know what, what you mean? Karis Levert, they ain't playing. I mean, you know, huh? <laughs> and then they gave them niggas two million dollars to smooth it over. I mean, you know, hey, we didn't know we shit. didn't know his kidneys was bad, but we made the trade. So sorry for your luck. Here's two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit actual and factual, you know. What I mean? But yeah, no, nah, the Pacers, man, without being without, you know, like you said, without Levert. And without all the depot, they still out here making shit some some shit happen. Sabonis is a dog, yeah. I, I give Sabonis that. He's Sabonis tough. is a dog. Hey, He's tough. He and his daddy, but he a dog. His daddy, his daddy, daddy was a motherfucking. His daddy was a certified. I just felt bad for him. His daddy dog. met Shaq. If no, his daddy never met Shaq. He would have been. No, right. his daddy was a fucking fifty when he met Shaq. I, I felt bad because Shaq used to abuse him. If his dad so, never met him, it would have been different. So let's go into uh, let's go where we want to take this. Uh, uh, uh. Let's let's take this into your power five. Who you got in your power five? 
Ah, I'm, st- I'm still gonna rock with the Lakers. Obviously, still uh-huh. the deadliest team on the court yeah. at any given time. Yeah. Los Angeles Clippers are going to be a solid number two. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna slide Utah at number three. Um, I, I still don't believe in it, but I mean, as of right now, they're making the case. Mm-hmm. Shockingly, Philly, as of right now, um, playing, playing decent basketball. Ooh. If Embiid stays healthy, they're a tough out because uh, I think his last six games, he's been averaging like 37. Like he's yeah. finally killing niggas on the block as he should. It seems like he's in some type of decent game shape. Um, number five for me is probably going to end up being Milwaukee. I still mm-hmm. kind of hit or miss with them. Giannis' game still really hasn't developed the way I wanted to develop to right. give them a chance. Um, a lot of people felt the addition with Holiday was going to make them much better. And I mean, it just it kind of looks the same, to be honest. I mean, I feel right. like last year's team was better than this team. But mm. I, I, it remains a scene until the playoffs. What's up with you, Water? You just kind, you just kind of been busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, No, I get you, I get you. So, like, I got the, I gotta go with the Jazz right now, just cause they on a, they on a fucking, they on a run right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I go with Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Sixers, Sixers, and Nets. I mean, I'm saying Nets and Nuggets. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets in the power five. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, they got a better record than the Nets. You know what I'm saying? And the Nets. No, they they do. Yeah, and and you know, and the Nuggets ain't been quite what they were supposed to be. But shit, the Nets in the East, and they they losing the most. They ain't supposed to lose to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and that whole question of that whole question of that defensive game, and wherever you are. Is coming to fruition right now because they're they're playing games and and they're scoring, but they ain't scoring enough to to not lose. <laughs> yeah. So and, what are you really going to be? And and they can't stop anybody. No, that's going to kill them in the playoffs. And that's what we said. That's what we said. Damn near two pods ago. What the fuck are you going to do on the defensive side? Because yeah, you got a whole lot of offense. But what are you going to do defensively to stop certain teams? And right now in the NBA, shit, with the, the way fouls go in the open court of NBA, you can't do shit if you can't do something defensively. No, that's true. And I think that's why they're trying to make the trades. They try to get either a JaVale McGee or a, um, a Andre Drummond. I feel like that's something to try to give them a little bench depth. Because, I mean, I, there's, there's times I, I forget DeAndre Jordan's on the court. This, yeah, well, and the other part is, it's no way they can get Drummer. Well, Drummer was talking about a buyout, like he wants out. Okay, well, I mean, if that, that's the case, then maybe they can, but monetary-wise, right now, they can't get Drummer. Oh, no, I mean, they can't afford to make the trade. But, I mean, you know how players get when they say, I'll take a buyout just because I want to go to a team and compete yeah. for a championship. And, yeah. obviously, he ain't got that in Cleveland. I mean, you're talking about a nigga that damn near averages 20-20. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, fuck it, I can go to the Nets and get easy buckets and rebounds for these niggas and go get a chip as opposed yeah. to stay here in Cleveland and just kind of be what we be. Despite how young and talented they actually are, they just don't have enough to sustain and put it together to kind of get over the hump. Like, there yeah. seems like they'll always be around a 500-team-ish, give or take. But So which brings us to our next point. Ooh. Bradley Beal. Completely, completely fed up, dejected, all of the above. What do you do with Bradley Beal at this point? Traded ass. So when you're talking about trading, what 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 are you what are you asking for? Yo, if the Nuggets give me Michael Porter, was it Gary Harris? 
was Michael Porter, Gary Harris, a first rounder, and I think it was something else. I'll take that. Michael Porter is averaging 19 down there a game in 24 minutes. He's definitely improved his game yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, Especially coming out the bubble. You talking about him and Rui together, and you give me a first rounder where I can try to draft a point guard or a, point, or a two guard to go with that and then continue to build on what that is, and they're all young. Shit, give me that all day. I'm I'm good. Like it's and, and you talking about a bobo as a, a as a uh, project as a five. I'm taking that. So you know what I'm saying. So you you give me that. You give me bobo. I got Thomas Bryant coming back after injury. You know what I'm saying. I got I got some shit going behind that, and I got a first rounder. I'm good. T- give me that. I'll take that and continue on moving as a Wizards fan because you knew, well, a smart Wizards fan knew (laughs) from the beginning. (laughs) This shit was never going to work no motherfucking way. So if you knew what it was, if you listened to me from the beginning, I'm not going to say I'm the smartest motherfucker in the, the, you know what I'm saying? But I told y'all this shit wasn't going to (laughs) work. So, mm, make this shit happen, and and just go on with that trade. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I I see it. Like, I feel like at this point, you you got to. I think at this point, with the the three wins and whatever you thought you had with Washington, it just looks like it ain't. It's not going to pan out. And I mean, like, you can't keep your roster healthy. So I think at this point, you want to try to trade in. And, Actually get the younger assets Because what you got ain't working So it's like now Try to get as many assets as you can um, Whether it be draft picks Whether it be players But I think it's probably just time To try to get youthful And clean out some of them other guys In Washington Who just kind of just there Yeah Like you kind of need A little more dynamic players Get a, maybe a one or two wing defenders Like they need to do something Cause I mean like for them they're, They disappointed me I figured They'd at least kind of push somewhere Between 7 and 10 And I mean like They're just tanking Like they're just at the bottom And it's It's bad Well no 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 Hold it's, on hold It's, on, it's hold bad on, Hold on hold on you can't say that when half their roster is on COVID. I understand that. <laughs> that, that. That's the biggest difference. So when they really started scoring, so when you text me on, oh, the Wizards is doing some shit, mm-hmm. in between now, half that roster hasn't been there. So how can let me ask you this? So they haven't been there since that day. So since we beat the Suns by 30, or whatever the fuck it was, Y'all won by 30? Whatever it was. 20-something or whatever. I, I don't, don't call me on the real. But since they've won that by that, half that roster hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about three of the starters haven't been there and two of the motherfuckers that really play into that team hasn't been there. So you can't really say what that team is going to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they're going to be... Uh, top four team in the East? No, not that's not what I'm saying. But I'm not saying also they're not going to lose to the last three teams they played by the the amount, or even lose to the last three teams they played. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I might have to disagree with you on that one. I, I'll disagree too. I mean, that's fine. You I mean, talking about t- signing two motherfuckers? They just signed two people off the fucking. They just signed two people off Alex, of whatever. Alex, Alex Lennon who? Alex Lennon and fucking uh, Bell. 
whatever fuck his name is. So both is. of them are playing 20 plus minutes mm-hmm. and have never been in a Wizards uniform. Mm-hmm. And it's only two of eight players that are playing right now in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's no, that, like, you know, you talking about, there's no way that that team is losing like that with three of the other starters insinuated into the fucking starting lineup. We'll revisit that conversation when they come back because I'm going based off of when they were all there and they were all. They weren't. They were. That's the problem. They weren't losing as. They weren't the losing by thirty, but they. That's were still the problem. Losing. They were never all there. They were. Who was missing in? This was. Rui was out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of motherfuckers out at certain different times. So when they finally got healthy, even when they started to to start to win, when they won two games, Westbrook was out. Who'd they beat then? The Suns, they beat by 30, and then the team previous. So they won back-to-back games. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. So, yeah. So, yeah. So they won back-to-back games on the three games that they did win. I'll have to see it when they're all healthy then. Because, I mean, at the beginning of the season, the only person I knew that was out was Rui. So, I mean, you're telling me that Rui's that much of a difference maker for their team? Mm, No. But what I'm saying is, is... to come together and be a part of everything, especially with Westbrook, is you have to build and become a part of that. And and Rui wasn't even the only part that missing that was missing at that time. You know what I'm saying? So we'll we'll see what they're gonna be in the next couple of games. But either way, John uh not John Wall Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill got to go. So Mold, who's a faithful listener, then answers your question. Yeah. That nigga's out of there. <laughs> no, I told him that on a previous different part. But yeah, <laughs> that nigga Bradley Beal will be out of there. Bradley Beal got to go. He'll be out of there before the All Star game. Should be. Yeah, that's how we feel about it. Yeah, he should be gone for Michael Porter <laughs> and all them niggas in Denver. So you really want the Denver trade to go through? What about yeah. Miami? I know Miami was nah, offering some things. What are you talking about? I don't necessarily know who no, Miami was offering. talking about Hyler, uh, Hero, Johnson. What, Duncan Robinson? Healer, oh yeah, Hero. Now, the Pelican probably made a lot of sense for y'all. But yeah, but that, that was, what's called ain't making that You talking about five first-round draft picks? Alonzo Ball and yeah, I, I forgot who the other person was. Yeah, they're not making that happen. Shit, you put one Alonzo Ball in D.C.? No, I would like that if we can get five first-round draft picks. But if we can get Porter... And that trade to go through, I'd take that trade as opposed to, the, you know what I'm saying, that, that other shit. I'm good. So the Denver one is the one that you're looking forward to. Oh, oh so yeah. for the Pelicans, it was Alonzo Ball, J.J. Reddick, Josh Hart, yeah. and a 21 first rounder and a second, no, and a 22 first rounder. No, I showed you a different trade on, that was different than that. <laughs> that was, included five first rounders. <laughs> but, yeah. So... <laughs> Let's see here. There's this one. Lonzo Ball, Reddick, five picks. So that means it would be a pick from the 23rd pick from the Pelicans, mm-hmm. a 2025 20, pick mm-hmm. from the Bucks, mm-hmm. 2027 pick from the Pelicans, mm-hmm. and a 25 pick also from the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about picks almost <laughs> six years down the road. Not six years. Shit, 27? <laughs> You talking? <laughs> well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, a team that's trying to build, you got to do shit like that. 
Hmm. But yeah, but no, I take Michael Porter and that shit right now. I mean, I'm Gucci. That sounds like the Denver pick is the pick. Yeah, for me. You go ahead, hey Bradley Bill. <laughs> Enjoy Denver, baby. Smoke all the weed you want. <laughs> Still packing it up. Yeah, hey, we might come out there and join you, baby. We ain't been to Denver. It's on the list of places to go. We ain't been to Denver. Roll it up. So, with that being said, it's time for a random question of the night. Oh, I ain't really got a, a random question, but this is my man, Woody. Woody. What up, brother? <laughs> Woody, what's up? <laughs> What it is, man? What you got? What you got? What you got? <laughs> hey, man. Tell me about your wildest sexual experience in college. My wildest sexual experience in college. Oh, shit. <laughs> he got to walk into the whole other room. And I know you're a bad man, so, you know, I know. Hope not. <laughs> Hope what? A, did I just put you in a predicament? He he he's hoping no, he. No 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 no. Okay okay okay. <laughs> all right, all right. See, he was hoping somebody wasn't sitting across from him. Oh, all right. <laughs> Well, goddamn it! Tell us about tell us about your best sexual experience in college. You got that many different kinds. Goddamn! Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. even the ducks was clapping. Shit. Oh. Uh, got one. The best ball I. Oh man. She made your asshole leak. I didn't know if I wanted to rub the back of her head and punch him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Not the donkey punch. What? Not the donkey punch. Is, 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 was and, it? Oh. And not only that, and not only that, when we were done, I stood up in a stream. Who? Gee. What? Okay. Good God okay. That nigga said a stream went down. Yeah, I mean, that, what's that? Uh, what's the what's the shorty from? Uh, what's the bitch? Man. Sex in the city. Right. It was the shorty from. I can't remember. It was Meg the Stag. Not Meg the Stag. What's the little TJ and? Nah, TJ and. Uh, what's the little shorty? The little shorty's name. I, I'm so old, goddamn. I was about to say I don't even know who you talking about right now. I don't know who you talking about. Uh, the little city girls. The city girls. Oh, you talking about what? Uh, what the wop? The wop. So look, <laughs> it was a little shorty that. Uh, it's some shorty named something Trump. I learned this from the Joe oh. Budden podcast. Jadavia Trump or whatever the fuck y'all the name. I know you're talking about. So they was on. They was on uh, Clubhouse talking that shit. So some bitches asked her, you know what I'm saying? You know how you supposed to suck dick? 
And she said, yo, if they ain't get, if they asshole ain't wet, you ain't sucking dick right. Ah. Yee. 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 I stood up and it was a stream. Yee. Yeah, and that would be the, that was the mouth and yeah. the, the, the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Jeez. it. Yeah. That motherfucker said Oh, the mouth of the kid So you was looking on that Yeah Hey, bro Hey Nah, 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 nah We ain't gonna go We ain't gonna go all the way <laughs> No, 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 no We ain't gonna go That boy is stupid We was talking pregame She was Gucci <laughs> Nah, you Gucci I was about to say Right, right, right I need to feel Hey Let's <laughs> hey. go you know, we got this shit to, this shit to cool <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. So, yeah. That motherfucker's stupid. Great. And when it shit get real, get real. But, yeah. So, oof. Mm. The jump was the jump was a uh, gusher. The motherfucker yeah. said, I ain't know whether to yeah. hug her or punch in the back of the head. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. When, you, when you get in that predicament. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Hey. Hey. Trust me. I know. <laughs> Hi. I ain't put nothing out there. Huh. <laughs> Trust me. I know. Woody. Woody. Some of that chummy chummy, huh? Hey. Chummy chummy, hey, huh? Shorty got it. I ain't. Oh, shit. I ain't but. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you talking about mac and cheese? Hi. Hey. Hey, look, not, not, not tuna salad. Mac and cheese. I ain't about to fucking have it. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I've been drinking? I'm good. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's go ahead and end this podcast. <laughs> well, this will conclude another episode of Spit Talking. We appreciate you joining us, and we look forward to our next episode. Mm-hmm. Have a good one. We appreciate you, Mr. Foster. For joining us today. Hey, we appreciate you and hey, high black. Yeah. Yeah.